You want enough detail in the job posting to attract the candidate um, and make them stop, make them read, make them understand, make them want to apply. And, you know, again, if you half-ass anything, you get half-ass results. When you go all in on something, you get the best results possible. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Hello, my entrepreneurial friends, and welcome back to Profit First Nation. Today is episode 129, which means it's an episode ending in nine, and on episodes ending in four and nine, we go all in on recruitment, hiring, and retention of five-star employees. Now, of course, as many of you know, Mike and I have been collaborating on his next book, which now is officially like going into typesetting. So it is the dream is a reality. And that book will actually officially come out in January of 2024. So it has been um, a labor of love, um, a lot of work and behind the scenes and such. But the reason why we've got this next book coming out and why is it all in, you know, Mike's books seem to build upon each other, right? And what we have found is that with Profit First, after you get to a certain level and your uh, real revenue is about a million dollars or more, and you have 10 or more employees, uh, you know, probably one of the biggest sort of wild cards to your profitability is your employees. All right. Because payroll is going to be at that level, one of your largest expenses. And of course, we know that there's only two ways to increase profitability. Number one, increase margin and number two, decrease expenses. So if your largest expense is payroll, and that is where, you know, if you're not watching it and, and careful with it, that could be eating away at your profitability. So, uh, we like to, to say that you should be having a three X return on payroll. Okay. Your largest expense, if your largest expense is payroll, it should be producing a three X return. What does that mean? Well, that means that, uh, you know, everyone's salary, if you three exit should total your real revenue for the business. It's going to kind of vary depending upon, um, you know, what, what kind of business you're in and such. But, you know, oftentimes the, the easiest thing for me to see, especially with businesses that are doing over a million dollars in real revenue when they're struggling with profitability is, is to take a look at their payroll. And typically they've got way too many employees that are really, you know, kind of just collecting a paycheck. <laughs> they're, they're not, they're, they might even pr- be producing a negative uh, return on payroll, not even a 1x return on payroll. So that is why we have decided to, you know, bring you as part of Profit First Nation on episodes ending in four and eight, talking about going all in on recruiting, hiring, and retaining what we call five-star employees. These are the employees that don't bring the drama. These are the employees that produce a 3x return on payroll. And these are the employees that can do the work 
better than you can. And, you know, when you build a dream team of five-star employees, that is your opportunity to scale and profitably grow your company. Uh, oftentimes too, that, that means that, you know, it's your opportunity too, to maybe start another new business or work on a different passion project, et cetera. You know, I've been very fortunate in my 25 years of being an entrepreneur of building teams of five-star employees that have allowed me at this point to, you know, build a portfolio of companies. I don't just have one company. We have multiple companies, my husband and I. And then um, it's also afforded me the margin to do, you know, passion projects and fun things. Three years ago, I started this podcast because I don't have to work, you know, Eight hours a day in the operations of our businesses, uh, and and now it's given me the opportunity to uh, team up with Mike and collaborate with him on his next book and go deep and bring this content to you about going all in on your employees. So that being said, today's episode we are going to talk about you know what it means to to cast a wide net and really kind of. Talk about the, let's just say the necessary evil of Indeed, <laughs> um, and 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 how to manage and balance using Indeed, and uh, also too, just kind of making sure that you are fully aware, fully cognizant, and so solemnly swear that you won't just go all in on Indeed and use Indeed as your primary single source of candidates when it comes to recruiting and hiring your next five-star employee. So, you know, one thing that's really interesting about Indeed is that it is the largest job board for job seekers in the United States. Um, sometimes it might vary by market, but overall, broadly speaking across the United States, indeed is is the number one. In other markets, you know, ZipRecruiter might be strong. Um, Career Builder might still be out there. You know, there's a there's a few ones, but um, typically, what's interesting is that uh, when it comes to percentage of applicants by job source, almost seventy five percent of uh, people when they're hiring get the seventy five percent of their applicants from Indeed. 2% typically will come from your company website. Uh, another about 2 2.5% will come from employee referrals or internal referrals from friends and family. Um, about 10% will come from, you know, a, another job board like ZipRecruiter. And then uh, about 10% will come from Facebook. So, or so other social media platform. But, you know, what's interesting is, is it's like, you know, lopsided that 75% of your total applicants will come from Indeed. And that's because Indeed just has become essentially the Google for job seekers. Okay. And they're, they're doing a great job. Um, but just like social media, you know, you got, you got to kind of play the game. And so we'll go into the details on how you can be most effective when using Indeed. But, you know, while it sounds great and, oh my gosh, well, if I get 75% of the applicants, why do I have to do all this other stuff? Why do I have to, you know, solicit re referrals? Why do I need to, you know, have a dedicated recruitment site to attract employees to apply on our website? Uh, you know, 
why why bother spending money or, or participating in ZipRecruiter if if that's only going to yield ten percent of my applicants? And you know why do I need to mess with social media if that's only going to yield another ten percent of applicants? So um, you know it seems like well for twenty five percent of applicants why why bother doing all these other things? And here's why because only about fifty fifty four percent of your actual hires will come from Indeed. Okay. So just because you're getting 75% of your applicants from Indeed doesn't mean that's going to yield 75% of your five-star hires. All right. The number one source for a five-star hire, again, this is, you know, based off of US jobs and, 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 and studies and research done not by our company, but, um, that about 35% of hires come from referrals, internal referrals from employees, friends, family. Um, internal referrals would also be people on your virtual bench. So people that you have seen in the wild and uh, made a mental note of. And, uh, you know, when you have a job available, go to them. So even you, when you are, are attracting people and talking to people out in the wild, um, or, you know, recruiting, uh, a, a customer or, a or another vendor, uh, then that would be considered an internal referral. And that's going to make up again, about 35% of your five-star hires. All right. About 5% will come from your company website. So, you know, again, so important. And, and again, that, that kind of like seeking in the wild and such, you know, when you can refer people to, to a company website, it's important that you have a quality dedicated recruitment website that can really spell out the picture for potential candidates to your company. About 4% or so will come from ZipRecruiter and about uh, 2% will come from social media like Facebook or Instagram and such. So the point is, is that, you know, while you can get a slew of applicants on Indeed, the majority of those applicants are not going to be the quality that you are looking for. Uh, so you don't want to put all of your eggs in the Indeed basket. The other thing too is that, you know, people searching on Indeed are people actively seeking new employment. I would say that, you know, probably 50% of the people that I've hired in our companies weren't necessarily seeking um, employment. So they wouldn't have found my ad on Indeed when we were hiring and posting ads on Indeed. Uh, you know, they came from referral sources. They're people that were on my virtual bench. They're people that I, I sought in the wild or that we did other things to attract them and such. So again, you know, you want to cast as wide of a net as possible. Um, and, and, and that net needs to extend way further than just using Indeed. But that being said, Indeed is maybe a necessary evil. It's an important card to play. So let's kind of peel back some layers on making Indeed more effective for you to attract five-star candidates and repel the one, two, three average ho-hum or worse candidates so you don't have to waste your time with them. 
So as I mentioned, Indeed wants to be the Google of hiring. They um, are really a search engine for job seekers. They um, are, are looking to be high quality. So they're wanting to ensure the integrity of the experience for job seekers coming to Indeed. They want to be viewed as a trustworthy source. And um, more importantly, um, they want to be, you know, the, the number one source, just like Google is the number one search engine, Indeed wants to be the number one source for job seekers. And, you know, that gets me back to, wait a minute, you, all you've said is job seeker, job seeker, job seeker. Well, that's because Indeed loves job seekers. They wouldn't be in business if they don't have the best experience for job seekers. So, you know, if you start thinking about your strategy and approach with Indeed, Think of it from the job seeker's perspective, not from the employer's perspective. And you will start to, you know, already win the algorithm and the scoring that indeed does. So here are three quick tips with regards to, you know, making the algorithm and the scoring favorable to job seekers when it comes to your job postings on Indeed. So number one, you need to be relevant. You want to have the right keywords and the right details in your job posting. We'll kind of dig into that in a little bit. Number two, you want your job posting to be meaningful. You want to draw talent with a broad but basic positioning. All right. You don't want to get too niche because if you get too niche, you're starting to put yourself in a corner that is not really job seeker search friendly. All right. Um, so, so you got to think about like, what is a job seeker going to put as their key words of what they're looking for? What, um, what are the things on my ideal candidate's resume? All right. That, um, that, that indeed is going to see on their resume and say, Oh, this is a match. Okay. So it really kind of has to be again from the perspective of the job seeker, not you. So, you know, you're, I would go back and look at your. Uh, best hires that you've had, whether wherever they came from, they gave you a resume and look at their resume and, and line them up. You know, obviously you'd want to look at three, four, five or more resumes of five star employees who have proven themselves to be five star employees in your organization and, you know, see what are the, what are the similarities? Like, what are the key words? Where did they come from? Did they work at, 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 at similar companies or the same company and such. Um, and those are clues that will, you know, be good breadcrumbs for you to push out there for future job seekers to find and also for Indeed to help match candidates with you because you have two sort of paths to take with Indeed. Well, actually, you have more than that. You you can post for free on Indeed. Um, you can sponsor an ad on Indeed, which, of course, um, you know, money is good and money buys you positioning. So when you uh, when you sponsor your posting on Indeed, you are going to rise up in the ranks, and um, then also to there's the ability for Indeed to to match candidates with you um, based off of your job description and their search engine looking at the resumes that are already in their system and allow you to see that match and then uh, 
you know, connect with those candidates based off of that. So, you know, again, it's, it's not about you. It's about the job seeker and what they are already saying on their resumes and such. Um, interesting thing about Indeed is they have kind of a top secret trust and safety team. And that trust and safety team is responsible for determining whether job postings get accepted or rejected or harnessed is what they call it. Um, I like to call it throttling. So, you know, you've got to recognize that they're... Just because you put a job posting out there doesn't mean that everyone is seeing it. Sort of analogous to your experience on Instagram, for example. Um, you know, you might follow 200 accounts on Instagram, but when you open up Instagram and start scrolling, you're not necessarily going to see 100 50 of those accounts that you follow because it's just too much content. So, you know, again, kind of like Instagram prioritizes and tees up what you see. You don't necessarily see everything in your feed. The same thing is with Indeed. Just because you put a job posting out there and let's say you're hiring for a bookkeeper. Well, I mean, I would estimate that there are 50,000 job postings for a bookkeeper out there right now, active on Indeed. So of course, they're not going to tee up 50,000 job postings for anyone looking for a bookkeeping job to do. They're going to tee up what kind of seems best as to you know the position available, your job posting, and the candidates that would seem likely, and you're going to get more favorable status if you're if you're sponsoring the ads and if your posting really is hitting on all the, the cylinders. So, quick tip here, quick tip on Indeed, when it comes to um, your job title, okay, your job title in your job posting, um, you know, really be cognizant of your audience and where are they searching jobs for on Indeed? Are they searching it on a desktop or are they searching for jobs on a phone? All right. Um, and you can kind of guess that that younger candidates, um, candidates that are looking more for um, casual labor, entry-level type positions, etc., are going to be looking on their phone, like a fast food job, uh, um, uh, you know, basic jobs working in retail, etc. And the, the higher level candidate is going to be looking on a desktop. Um, so your job title, if you are your most of your candidates are likely, you know, searching indeed from a desktop, then your job title should be 10 words or less. And it should be uh, 60 characters or less. And if your target audience, ideal candidates are likely searching from a mobile device, then that job title needs to be five words or less for mobile and, um, and, and less than 35 characters or 35 characters or less. All right. So, um, what do we mean, um, when we come to job titles? So job titles are what the job seeker is seeking, excuse me, is what the job seeker is searching. So, um, you know, I mean, I think everyone knows that, um, Subway, um, has, has deemed their, uh, People that make the sandwiches, uh, sandwich artists, uh, 
but you know, and other companies and other restaurants have have kind of like said, "Ooh, let's be fancy when it comes to our job titles. Let's make you know this this role sound a little bit more exciting, a little more important, a little sexier, maybe." So you know, if if you're looking for someone who's going to make you know the most fantastic. Poke Bowl, for example, and you say, Hey, we're seeking experience creators. Um, that's going to fall flat on Indeed because no one, no job seeker is going to put in experience creator as the job title that they're seeking. All right. I mean, to be honest, if, if you want someone to be making Pokeballs for you and you want them to, you know, create a great customer experience, to be honest, to get the most applicants, you got to just be straightforward and say, we're looking for a fast food worker, you know, um, or a casual dining or a quick service. But, but, but the, the more basic, the better. So like, again, you don't want to be sexy. You want, you know, fast food worker, entry level restaurant job, those kind of things that a job seeker would be plugging in as keywords. Um, you know, another example is, uh, in like the banking industry. You know, a bank is a bank is a bank, basically, but there are some things called credit unions that are essentially banks. And what's funny about a credit union is, you know, they so don't want to be a bank, but they're really a bank. And, you know, they call their bank tellers member services. Well, again, someone looking for a bank teller job is not going to type in member services. So I don't care if you're a credit union. I don't care if the formal job title for your employee is member services. If they're behind the the counter at the bank, you just need to call it bank teller in your job posting title. And, you know, for more sophisticated jobs too, again, simple is better. So if you're looking for a, a software developer, then say, I'm looking for a software developer. Don't get too niche and don't get too specific saying that you're looking for a Java SOC2 mid-level engineer. All right. Just say, I'm looking for a software engineer. All right. Because that will also help you cast the widest net that will get you the, the, the best and honestly, the most qualified candidates because everyone's going to put in, I'm looking for a software developer job. All right. It, you don't have to get specific in the job title. So some quality titles, again, some do's and don'ts. If you want to increase your acceptance of, of passing the trust and safety team and, uh, and getting your job posted, uh, by Indeed to the widest audience possible and the best audience possible, then stick to the job title in your title. Like, don't make it fancy. Just be basic. Are you hiring a bank teller, a fast food worker, a software developer? Be concise and be specific. 10 words or less uh, if they're searching on desktop. 5 words or less if they're searching on a mobile device. Um, specify the career level. Is this an entry-level position? Is this a management position? Is this a mid-level position? Is this a senior position? Include kind of like where they are on that career level path and trajectory. And then, you know, highlight the industry as well. Uh, you know, are you in restaurants? Are you in food service? Are you in banking? Are you in insurance? Are you in healthcare? Um, some things that will cause your job posting to be rejected or throttled at Indeed would be using emojis or symbols in your job search because that's just not a keyword. Um, and then job titles that read like job descriptions. 
So again, brevity is best. 10 words or less for desktop, five words or less for mobile. Um, inserting internal acronyms. Oh, you know me. The world does not need another acronym and, uh, no one knows what your internal acronyms mean. So spell it out and avoid using acronyms because they're meaningless, especially internal ones. No one's searching for your internal. We have an EO98 department. Okay, whatever. No one's searching that in, in Indeed. And then you also, um, anything that sounds like clickbait, uh, would also cause your job posting to be rejected or throttled by Indeed. So here's an example. Um, you know, I'm in it with you guys. Uh, I've got multiple businesses and as you know, when someone gets promoted, we've got to backfill the position and such. So one of our businesses processes long-term care claims for the state of California employee pension and retirement system. Um, and so when we are looking for someone for an entry level claims examiner position, let me tell you. Uh, we want a recent college graduate with a math or actuarial science degree, and they have no clue what to do with their math degree. They have an actuarial science degree. They kind of know maybe, maybe what to do, but they're looking for the insurance industry. Um, it, but if I were to advertise for a claims examiner, I mean, they're not gonna, they're not gonna get it. They're, they're not gonna have that claims experience if they're a recent college graduate. So we've kept it real simple in our job title and we say, Insurance operations, hyphen, recent college grad, hyphen, math or actuarial science major. That's it. Insurance operations, hyphen, recent college grad, hyphen, math or actuarial science major. Boom. To the point... Um, it's a, it's not a sales job. So we say operations, we say the industry insurance. Um, and, and again, clear not to be because our competition, um, is it, there's a lot of people in the insurance industry looking for recent college graduates to be on the sales side of insurance. So we want to be specific that we are on the operations side. So um, another tip when it comes to Indeed, we talked about job titles, um, that job posting, that headline. I mean, that's what's going to make people stop the scroll and look at your position. And then when they start looking at your position, your word counts count. So job postings between 700 to 2,000 characters get up to 30% more applicants. So you want enough detail in the job posting to attract the candidate um, and make them stop, make them read, make them understand, make them want to apply. And you know, again, if you half-ass anything, you get half-ass results. When you go all in on something, you get the best results possible. So when you go all in and have a job description in your posting that is 700 to 2,000 characters, you are going to yield a 30% increase in applicants. And they're going to be higher applicants quality because they've taken the time to read more detail um, that you have provided about the job description versus your competition. So, you know, this is a competitive, any, any, any job market is a competitive market. Sometimes it's, you know, more in favor of the job seeker. Sometimes it's more in favor of the job employer, but you're always competing with your competition for the best available talent. So make sure that you are rising to the top. You are putting in that extra effort and you're going all in to be better than your competition when it comes to attracting the best talent out there. 
So, you know, something here, and, and this is why, you know, we have really gone deep into this and, 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 and the work that we've done and, and the people that have gone through our beta programs and such with the all in company is that, um, you know, there was a, there was a job writing study. We didn't do it. Um, but, uh, but, but, but we're leveraging the results of it. And so when you DIY your job, p- posting and the job description, you'll yield about um, 10.7 applicants per job. But when you have someone do it for you or done with you, uh, then you increase your applicants per job by 56%. So you can go from 10.7 applicants per job to 16.7 applicants per job. I'm just going to be honest. Um, you know, when we recruit for a... Uh, Claims examiner with Patriot RN, since we're kind of on this example, uh, we are, we're netting well over a hundred applicants per recruiting and hiring cycle. And we do that recruiting and hiring cycle about twice a year. Um, so, uh, you know, this, this is, you, you want to get over a hundred applicants. I mean, and there's no reason why um, you shouldn't be getting significant numbers of applicants. And again, the wider net you cast, the more applicants you cast, the 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 better chances that you have of finding that true five star employee, that person who represents the top fifteen percent of available talent in the market. So a couple other quick Indeed points is that, um, you know, Indeed is rewarding the companies and the job postings that are showing applicants the money. What does that mean? Show me the money. It means that include the salary in your job. Again, keep it simple. I don't recommend putting in a range when it comes to salary because everyone thinks that they're worth the high end of the salary. So, you know, just... Don't put twenty-two to twenty-five dollars. I mean, it's negligible, kind of. You know, I mean, over the course of a year, three dollars is about sixty-three hundred dollars, and and so you just you got to pick you got to pick a number, all right? So you know, are you going to pay twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five dollars an hour, and and pick that number and stick with it, Um, and. The reason why Indeed is rewarding companies that are specific about salary is that, um, you know, a lot of states are requiring transparency and will be requiring that companies post the salary that they're offering for each job. And so Indeed is just working ahead to help everyone be compliant with those various state requirements. And to be honest, in some cases, Indeed might start plugging in average salary based off of, you know, the knowledge that they are getting on the internet about what the job should pay. And that could be real misleading for applicants as well. So you are better off being the single source of truth when it comes to what the job pays versus leaving it blank and, um, you know, not really lying, aligning with, with, with your candidates because, you know, it's, it's important. I mean, you, you want, you want a good alignment. No one should be surprised. No one should be kidding to the, to the final interview and hearing, oh, this job pays $40 an hour and you were looking for 60? Hmm. You know, well, that's a waste of time for both you and, and the candidate. So be upfront, show um, applicants how much you are paying on the front end. Um, 
When it comes to refreshing your jobs, you you know, again, you got to be careful on that with Indeed. Um, You can't just tweak a few words. They want a totally fresh version of the job description. So you need to make that happen. All right. We are, uh, went through that in, in a fast and furious fashion. Um, so if you want more information and you want to go all in on your recruitment and hiring and retention of five star employees and, uh, start getting the content ahead of the book coming out, then uh, you can visit the allincompany.com. Again, that's the allincompany.com. But, you know, remember we're casting a wide net. We want to be, you know, smart with Indeed using those strategies that we talked about today, but we don't want all those eggs in just the Indeed basket. You need to be working all of the angles and going all in. All right. Thank you so much. And cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Profit First Nation podcast. We hope you found today's episode valuable and that it's inspired you to take action towards achieving permanent profitability in your business. If you want to learn more about how to implement Profit First in your business and connect with a community of like-minded entrepreneurs, be sure to visit us at ProfitFirstNation.com to download our how-to guides and resources. Remember, permanent profitability is within your reach, and we're here to support you every step of the way. So let's do Profit First right together. First Nation website related podcasts and videos are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.